What's up, everyone? If you were wondering how I've done this podcast, it's based off the Anchor. All you have to do is unload the Anchor app. And even better, guys, it's free. You could also possibly be getting paid to do this. I mean, all you got to do is just download the app. Speak your mind. If you ever dreamed of making a podcast or just anything, let your voice be heard. You can also be known on Spotify, Apple, or anything download. Just go on the Anchor app. y'all for joining me with buzzing with marlo i am warren marlo today is finally almost friday let me say it again it's almost friday man finally off of work it was it was it was okay well not not too bad of a day but i would like to just hope everyone's having a good day we're almost on friday it's almost here we got one more day and then it's back to the weekend i hope everyone's had a Okay, week. I hope everyone's making the best they can, making the positive of what they can today. Uh, literally about to just head on to the gym. Uh, make sure I'm staying clean. Make sure I'm staying safe. Make sure I'm washing my hands. Uh, I'm not always for the mask idea. I mean, in certain areas, I'll wear the mask if I'm like really close, close to people. But if I'm not, I'm not going to be lying to people saying, yeah, I'm wearing a mask at all times. Because no, I am not all the time but being very safe with it if no one's around me then yeah i'm not gonna worry about it but that, that's just me but i hope everyone's washing their hands staying safe wearing your mask doing what you need to do and hopefully all this will be back to normal soon hopefully with everything going on i hope but today get y'all's minds off of every thing that's going on in the world today i have a, my guest today is carlos marcelo as a good friend of mine that i i met a long time ago actually just on a basketball court uh met a good group of guys him my friend cali cold uh, my friend fred i mean there's the list goes on and on and on and uh that's just basically how i met this guy and go to find out i look around what was it about three three or four years ago Something like that when I was wrestling. I actually went to one of my shows, if I remember correctly. Um, he just, just a real good round guy. Uh, always humble, always a hard worker. And I mean, just for these gigs that we do nowadays. I mean, in anything. But if you're really wanting to do something like, say, like a dream gig. Like be a rapper, be a musician, be a singer, a wrestler, a uh, actor stuff like this that grind is gonna have to be plus a 180 compared to what you're doing now i it's i mean if you want it you'll go out and do everything you can to get it but today my friend carlos he's gonna come on here we're gonna talk about some of his past struggles we're gonna talk about what inspired him to actually want to pursue this gig to be a musician or a musical lyricist let's put it that way or what we call in the world rapper but, I mean, I'm trying to find another word for it in some ways. Because, I mean, it's just so cliche just saying rapper all the time. But, uh, I mean, Carlos is a very good friend of mine. But, like I said, we're going to talk about his past struggles. We're going to talk about what inspired him. We're also going to talk about his upcoming gigs. Even though with the coronavirus going on, there's still possibilities that he can still perform places and stuff. We're going to talk about those. We're going to talk about just 
some of his songs. Carlos has got so many songs, and it was kind of blew my mind. But I mean, it was, and it just tells you how hard of a worker this guy is, how dedicated he is doing this. Uh, also, Carlos has also got a clothing line, I think, in the works also. We talk about that. We talk about the time that he owned a club over in Nassau County in the areas that I am very familiar with, or the area that I basically grew up in, Nassau County. Uh, not many clubs out there. And uh, we're going to talk about the time he owned that and uh, what happened and just what experiences and what lessons he learned on that. But so when we come back, after we talk, after we uh, basically just give a shout out to all these sponsors that we got, we will be talking with Carlos Marcelo. To being the new member of the Rasp Rebellion, I want everyone to go to the website repsports, R-E-P-P, sports.com and get 15% off on your first purchase if you do the promo code AP. 2420 and you have to type in the capital letters of AP 2420 and like I said you get 15% off I know with this hard times in quarantine honestly supplements are going to be the best way to go they've got BCAs they have the energy drinks they have pre-workouts uh, whey proteins and stuff I would love everyone to go to repsports.com to get and use the promo code AP2420, which is capital letters AP2420, to get 15% off on your first purchase. Thank y'all. Carlos, how are you doing, my friend? What's going on, bro? How are you doing? Good, brother. Doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing all right, man. I'm finally home. <laughs> I know that's right. So, man. so uh, I know you got a big album coming out, right? Yeah, I got another one. Um, I just dropped uh, Watch the Sheep on May 8th. Mm-hmm. Long way to the album. So that's out now on all uh, streaming platforms. You know what I'm saying? I got another album getting ready to come out in uh, October called Emotions High. So yeah, mm-hmm. we're working, man. We got lots of music dropping. We're working, getting it in. So, so what made you want to pursue music? Uh, I don't know, man. I've been doing music since I was like five, though. And I'm from the country, <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? I'm from the woods, so you know what I'm saying? Where I'm from, everybody was family, so shit, your, had, your ass had to go to church. So, yeah. you know, you either go to church or get your ass whooped. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so as a jit, you know what I'm saying? Me and my cousins, we stayed doing some type of music, you know what I'm saying? I remember we used to get out of church. Go straight to my granny house, you know what I'm saying? Go in the back room, we had a little keyboard and a microphone. We used to be in that jam. It's, it's back in like 99, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? 2000. <laughs> you know? so I've been, I've been, I've been in I the music for a long time. <laughs> hey, I mean, I remember, I think I met you when we were playing basketball. I think that's when the time I met you. It was a long time ago, but I remember. That's the craziest thing is like how I remember so many people. Everybody asking me like, "Man, how do you know these guys? How do you know them?" I was like, "Man, I just knew them from playing basketball." And I'm like, "Oh, you didn't know they were this and that?" And I was like, "No, man, I grew up with all these guys." And some of these, like you, Callie Cole, and all y'all, y'all were like the first grown ups I actually played against when I was only in like middle school. And I'm <laughs> I just uh, pursued the flag football idea now, so. Yeah, Hopefully see. that one does better for me. I see. Now, I will come out there, but I don't want to pull no hamstring. I got shows coming up. I can't be. <laughs> I can't pull no goddamn hamstring <laughs> playing no playing football. Yeah, uh, it gets intense. I I remember when I first decided to start out, I was like, "All right, man, it might be just a bunch of grown ups just trying to stay off the couch type scenario and just try to have fun on Sunday, Saturday." Yeah. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. These guys are playing in worlds, getting ready for tournaments outside of the state and everything. I was just like, I thought I left wrestling. And I was like, I thought I retired out of this gig. And my wife looked at me. She goes, I thought you said you were done traveling. I was like, I didn't know it was this. Yeah, no. <laughs> didn't know. I mean, for six years doing professional wrestling, traveling all the time, and then it's like, 
okay, now I want to now I want to stay home and kind of just be with the family, right? Not put so much pro, not so much trauma to my body type scenario. And then I started flagging. I just found out that is a whole different game than what I thought. Flag football is very well done, very serious in ways, and I feel like you get hurt more in flag than you would in, in pads sometimes. I was just like, I was just like, holy cow, okay. Yeah, flag football, Definitely. that shit ain't no joke. You play around and get hurt out there for real. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you playing against guys that used to play college ball. Right, right. I might even went to the pros. I mean, I've, I've played. I've only played this is my fourth season, but I mean I've already played guys that have that been in the NFL that have really played football in the college level, the semi pro level, and I mean you'll see them all in flag and I was just like and it's pretty cool. I mean, it's just blown away like just playing that one game and just how many people you could actually bond with, know and everything. So I mean it's pretty cool. That's what's up. It's good exercise. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I'm always moving as it is, so I definitely had to find some hobby because I was just not used to being home, like I said, all the time. So it's like, yeah, I got to get out of the house. (laughs) Definitely. So um, how many albums have you made? Oh, shit. This will be my 11th album. Your 11th album? Yeah. This is only my third album under my new name. I used to have a different rap name. I changed it in 2012. So under mm-hmm. Carlos Marcelo, this would be my third album. But I, but technically, mm-hmm. in reality, this is my eleventh studio album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what made you want to change your uh, name? Man, shit, I had a lot going on. Man, I was I had major surgeries. Ended up getting indicted, going mm-hmm. to prison. I just needed a new start, man. Plus, I couldn't market that shit how I wanted to back then. So I just changed it, mm-hmm. and when I changed it. Everything just turned for the better. So, yeah. needed right. something fresh, you know what I'm saying? And it worked out. Plus, so, what made you want to come up with that name? What, what, how's it How's it pronounced? Ello? Nah, Ello? so everybody think my rap name is Ello, which is funny. Well, not funny, but... Okay, because I see, I see it in the picture. Yeah, That's why I was yeah, like, but, I was trying to figure out how to say it. Yeah, it's Ello. A lot of people be saying Elo, but it's Ello. Which come from Marcelo. You just hit the E and the L-L-O on the end, mm-hmm. so it come from Marcelo. But a lot of people, like, a lot of people think my rap name is L-O. Like, you just becoming a new fan, <laughs> you wouldn't know. Because a lot of people, that's what that's all they call me. But my rap name is Carlos Marcelo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they, you know, I just, shit, they call me, I answer shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just take the name. Yeah, I, just, I mean, I remember... I remember when we played basketball, you were always the one with the headband, the sleeve, the arm wristbands, everything. Oh, you know. I was like, yeah, this know. man wanted to be, he wanted to be like AI out there. <laughs> nah, dog, COVID, man. COVID, man. You know, I had to be clean on him. You know, Elo always been clean on him. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You were you were most dressed. Sure. <laughs> About to die on the court. I that look good, sure. though. <laughs> <laughs> Look good. Muley ballers. Definitely. <laughs> shit. That was the one with the mm-hmm. with the Dick Dickinson fault, Emma Smith helmet and, and, and face mad with the gloves and the you know what I'm saying? The Spencer cleats. <laughs> I had to look good on. Oh yeah, I mean I mean it, it was definitely a thing too, because I remember when I was younger too at the time you had AI and Michael Vick. And I mean, obviously everybody watched the Deion Sanders era. You know, it was just like, yeah, you 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 couldn't call yourself a an actual basketball player or a football player. You didn't kind of dress like those guys. Like, oh, no. you just did not fit if you didn't dress like those guys. Right. So I totally agree with you on that. I was in the, I did the little wristband era. I didn't really do the shoot sleeve until like college. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been doing that shit. Shit, to be honest, what these jits doing these days? Shit, I was doing that back in two thousand. Shit, 2001. No, no, I wouldn't even say 2001. I said 99. To be honest, because shit, when I was playing Pop Warner, we've been had the arm sleeves and all that shit. We've been doing it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that was before it really got yeah. popular. You know what I'm saying? But us country boys, we've we oh, been yeah. doing that in Yuli. Yeah. They just don't know. Right, exactly. <laughs> been doing that. So, uh, 
So, uh, so wh- where's the biggest stage that you've performed at so far? Mm. I don't know. Biggest stage. He was like, uh, he's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I know. That's bigger ranking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's real. He's like, man, she, how you like, how you like Pittsburgh? I said, I'm ready to get the hell on. <laughs> for real, bro. That shit was cold. You don't like that cold. Yeah, no. Nah. That's like, for us, it's like, what, 50? 50 is really cold, though? Shit, 50 freezes for me. 50 yeah, freezes for me. So, uh, how long were you in Pittsburgh? Was it just one day? Nah, I flew up there on a, I want to say a, Either Thursday or Friday, and came back Sunday. I believe it was because the show was on mm-hmm. a Saturday, and I was when the show was over. Somebody take me to the airport. I'm ready to go. <laughs> hell no, I'm ready to get the hell from up here. I went by myself. You know what I'm saying? I went by mm-hmm. myself. You know, because I had met the promoters down in my not not Miami. I met the promoters in Tampa at uh Slip and Slide Records mm-hmm. on DJ Retreat uh, with my dog DJ Spin. Mm-hmm. And I met the guys. And they were like, man, we want you to come down, come up to uh, Pittsburgh perform. We got a big show going on with Three Six Mafia and them. And like, oh, yeah. And all right. So I ain't really, I wasn't really into it at first. I don't know. We was in Pittsburgh. We was in Beaver, Pennsylvania. I'll never forget it. And Pittsburgh, man, uh-huh. the crowd was packed. Project Pack up there doing this uh-huh. thing. As soon as I get the microphone, ATF then came in that motherfucker. I saw it. I ain't gonna lie, I was a big fan of Three Six Mafia for a long time. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm boys. I was a big oh, yeah. fan of them. Yeah, I've been a big fan, man. Them boys, them boys be uh, they, I mean, they legends, you know. They legends. I mean, I I just can't get into the rap nowadays. It just feels like so mumbled. It's just like, oh man, I think they've lost the touch. Of what what we used to listen to, and I'm just like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Like, know. I just feel like mumbling now, and it's just like, uh, it kind of it's kind of hard to listen to sometimes. I uh, I just like the beats. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. Some of the shit they what they were talking about. I mean, they kill a hundred people in one song, and the song supposed to be about love. So I don't know. Should be confused. But I just like <laughs> I like the beat. You know what I'm saying? I love all artists. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, if you could compare yourself to like a performer right now, like a real main main performer, who would you who would you say that kind of inspired you for like some of your songs? Uh, well, I grew listening to uh, Pastor Troy, Trick Daddy, Juvenile, shit, Project Pack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I was a big Pastor Troy fan, mm-hmm. man. Growing up, like a lot of people. As soon as you ask them who they grew up to, they be like, oh, I grew up with Tupac and Biggie. They be like, 19? I be like, how the hell you grew up with these people? You wasn't even, you wasn't even born. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, you know, of course, they was alive when I was coming around, but I'm I'm from the South South. I'm from Florida. I'm a real Florida boy, so Florida and Georgia music is all I really listen to. You know what I'm saying? Down South music, period. You mm-hmm. know? But um, yeah, I grew up mm-hmm. on that Trick Daddy man and Pastor Troy. You said you said you like Trick oh, Daddy. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't that's care. My, that's my second favorite. You know, Miami boy and stuff like you could never say you've been to Miami or been from Miami. You did not know any songs by right. Trick Daddy. Like hands down, like, I was like a quiz. Like who's the best? Who's the best rapper out in Miami? And someone tried to say Pitbull. Pitbull. You no, know, like you failed. Yeah, you, Believe it or not, it was actually a blind date. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh gosh, you might be too young. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, you said Pastor Troy and all them. Just, you know, so, when I was young, Pastor Troy had that energy music. I'm always for energy. I'm always for saying something, like storytelling. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I mean, Trick Daddy yes. and Pastor Troy was telling stories. You know what I'm saying? That music was interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then after that, I was like, shit, I like Nas and DMX and all them. So, yeah. You like those riffs. Yeah, yeah. Ones. They got to like, be talking you, about something. Like, I got to. Yeah. I, I agree. If anybody really remember Trick I Daddy, feel like Trick that's always had something to talk about. 
Oh yeah, I I really feel like that's one thing I could say music is definitely missing. And I mean, maybe coming from me from being a professional wrestler and stuff at the time, I'm I'm all about telling stories. Uh, obviously, I'm not saying anything with my words. I'm saying stuff with my body. I'm saying with my actions type scenario. I feel like music nowadays. I feel like they're just going in there using the same lyrics, the same tone. The same attitude, wow. trying to approach something, and it's just like it's already been done fifteen to sixteen times, probably that week, and probably not even close to the other five. Like it's just like you gotta find something new to it. So I love the fact that you said that as a description because I feel like that those are definitely music that I want to listen to. I want some music that like because I'm a big gym rat. I want something that is a rhythm. I can feel it. I can get angry with it if I'm going to lift heavy. Uh, something that I know for a fact that will give me a type of feeling for something. If it's a bad feeling, if it's a good feeling, at least I can tell what it's right. about. I don't like the music that is just like, you're just listening to it and it's like, I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's just like, uh, so um so what so tell me something about some of the songs you've had i know the wine for me one i like that one i ain't even gonna lie that's a good feeling one uh i can understand it really well and uh like i like how you like you say pastor troy feel i really felt like that kind of i kind of had that feeling like i was listening to type of pastor troy type song so that was a really cool one i'll give you props on that one i like that one for sure there he is all right. All right. yeah i had a uh, man I had a lot of songs man i probably recorded over 400 songs honestly and mm-hmm. uh yeah but i say my biggest song to the day is probably it's gonna be wine for me i say wine for me and work mm-hmm. i actually took work off of yeah. uh the streaming platform because i was gonna do a remix but i'm about to put the original back up on there because i had switched the strippers, okay. the strippers, what happened out this shit? <laughs> yeah, I had to switch people, so I'm gonna put it back on there, though. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's pretty uh, dedicated, man. Yeah, and shit, I can prove I it. Mean, shit. I just looked at the computer the other night, man. We got so much music, but I got music I ain't never even put out yet from like five, six years ago. Oh, yeah. I just buy so many beats and just be sitting on them and doing music, and I don't, I don't know. I got a lot of music. Mm-hmm. That's. I mean, like I said, man, that's dedication. You you putting a hustle in. And I mean, you're you're putting that foot to the metal and you're grinding. And like you're not taking a no for an answer. Nah. Even with all this craziness going on in the world, right. I, I think that's a good. Thing. Uh, I know that's took a hit on a lot of people on some things because, I mean, you want that feeling, man. You want to be on stage. You want to perform in front right. of people. And I mean, it, it's kind of crazy. I'm kind of glad now I kind of got out of the wrestling scene now because I would not wrestle in front of nobody. I mean, that's just not a thing. Yeah, this COVID-19 thing <laughs> crazy. But I mean, to be honest, though, it was like a blessing for me because shit. COVID-19, I was able to sit down and get focused. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people complaining, yeah. talking about they can't do this, can't do that. But shit. Like music, I feel that like with sports and everything. It's just, it's time to like literally like, hey, Put a pause button. We got this month on time now. Let's let's take advantage. Let's have right. Open up. Ain't got this. It's, it's like a re. This is like literally like a restart button. And I mean, I mean, I, I love the fact that you're being positive on it because a lot of people are just like, I don't know what to do. Like, I got to be performing. I got to do this. I got to do this. But you're over there, like you know what? I got these songs coming out. I got some ideas. I'm about to do a remix to this song. Like right. you already, you already up another level. It's kind of like yeah. I like to use the terminology of chess, man. You're always two, you're two steps ahead. You always want to get that checkmate before anyone. So I hustle it. Oh yeah, you gotta have a plan. People can realize how just Oh no, it ain't. I mean, dude. With wrestling, man, my wrestling gear, it took me almost two years to actually make the money's worth to be able to buy, pay 
at least make the amount that I paid for my gear. So, I mean, it, it's a true hustle. So I can only imagine music. I talked to my good friend Joe Good about it, and, like, he's told me so many things about music. Uh, I do want to ask this. So what makes your music more different than anyone else? I mean, I think I think my music is a thing. It don't sound like nobody else. I'm just I'm just a country boy trying to tell a story. I'm just telling y'all about my life. You know what I'm saying? So people people gravitate to it because they they feel the originality in it. They be like, I under I could I could feel what he's saying. It seen it sounds real. Like a lot of this music out here just don't sound real. Mm-hmm. It just sound like a made up story, or it sound like you sound mm-hmm. like somebody else. So you know, I put I put everything into the music. Sounds like a Disney. Right, right. So, you know. Sounds like a sounds like a adult Disney movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. Man, I I like I, I do like trying to tell about yourself without even having to really say anything, but with your lyrics, your music. And that that's that's a really good thing to put because a lot of people are just like, you know what, I got this. You like it or you hate it. Like, so what? You're sitting there going, like, this is me. I'm not changing. I'm not going to be anyone else. This is me. So I, I like that answer. That was that was a really good answer. Oh, yeah. I One mean, thing about Ella, Ella going to be Ella. I ain't changing for nobody. That. It don't matter where I'm at, what interview I'm doing, I'm going to be me regardless. <laughs> That's for damn sure. Hey, man, you might as well just go. You you should just go with it, man. You should just be have that gimmick now. Ella. Don't 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 do the Carlos thing no more because I think that LO gig I think it's already stand out a little bit more. Like I said, <laughs> man, they hey when they call the name I answer. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> hey, it's in the right abbreviation. That's all that matters. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so um, you said like four hundred. So you've had like four hundred right. songs, right? So um, what's the ones that the ones because you say you, you're talking about yourself, you try and tell a story. What song did you do in the past that really meant a lot to you? Like a very emotional feeling type. So like when you when you sung this song, like you actually had a lot of a real a real action towards it when you would perform. Uh, I'll probably say uh this song called Pride. Yeah, this song I had called Pride. I like. I, I'm curious. So you called it Pride? Yeah. So I had what a song called about? Pride. It's a relationship song, and um, shit. It just, I don't know, but that's all enough. This is to the T. Everything in I mean, all my songs will be the truth, but this one right here was in full detail. So you know, I'm always on. Was it like a yeah? Was it yeah, like yeah. a past all relationship? All my music really be about past relationship. It's all about my life, though. Yeah. Oh man, you the rapper <laughs> T Swift. <laughs> so you making albums on the breakups? So I like it. At least you making money off of it. Hey, ain't gonna, ain't gonna mess up your grind, man. I mean, Taylor Swift got crazy doing it now, so I mean, why not go with it? You know. I'd probably have a great album on uh one of my past relationships, you know, my kid's mom. I, I could, I'd probably have a hate mail album for that one. <laughs> but uh, so you, 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 why did you yeah, want to call it pride? Why did you want to call that song? Why did you want to have that title name Pride for that that one? Because I took pride in loving them. You know what I'm saying? But I guess you know what I'm saying. <laughs> You gotta go listen to the song. You gonna be like, "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, I took pride in it, and uh, I might need you to. I'm actually really curious about it. I mean, I like the name for it because, like, how you say it's a a past relationship. So obviously, you gave a damn in that relationship. You obviously you you gave everything you had in that one relationship because I mean, you you named it pride. So that means in my in my eyes. Pride, that means you gave it all. And if it didn't work, it wasn't on your fault. Like, it wasn't on you because you did everything you could do. So, yeah, I'm going to have to listen to that one. Uh, 
it's on my um, it's on my new album. Uh, yeah, on Watch the Sheep. But I can see okay. what you're doing. Okay. Um. So, I know with all the Corona stuff and everything going on, so have you already yeah, still got booking book, still? Um, or are you? I just booked four shows in one day, actually. That was yesterday, right? Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Actually, in three hours, I booked four shows, which is a blessing. So you know, that's a nice little bag. But uh, but mm-hmm. it is kind of like it's hard to um. I mean, it's hard to book shows right now because a lot of clubs and venues is closed. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't like I'm some kind of bad artist mm-hmm. doing a coliseum or something, but ain't nobody really doing nothing anyway. This thing closed, so. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you on that. Uh, uh, it's, I can only imagine, like, kind of the type of scenario <laughs> that it is now because I remember when I wrestled in shows and stuff, and we wrestled, like, in little bars and clubs like that. It it got to being a little crazy at times because I mean <laughs> you only got a, a percent back on pay, so you had to make sure right. you got your guaranteed pay. Or I wasn't leaving the damn building. So, and I mean most bars and clubs they would take any event right off the get go, but with this stuff going on now, they're just like, uh, unless you like WWE or something, man. We we gotta make exactly. sure we got ends meet on this. So yeah, once we get on USA channel or whatever, uh we're gonna have to work up another deal on this, I guess. So um uh-huh. I think I only did like two songs in one year. I think that was last year. So I opened up a club. So I did the club thing and then I closed it down because uh-huh. all kind of bullshit was going on. And then right when I was ready to open up another one, two of them actually, I had a damn uh COVID nineteen hit. So I was like, damn. So how so how many times have you performed since? Uh, Shit, I haven't. This was uh, I got a show August ninth. That's gonna be my first show since COVID nineteen. But what what happened was so people, my cousin was like, man, bro, what's up with the music? You keep talking about this club shit. Forget the club. What's up with the music? And then I don't know. I had a club. Oh, I wow. had major surgery, right? So I couldn't I couldn't rap my my because my mm-hmm. surgery was on my neck. I had a cancerous tumor they had to remove. From behind my ear, so I was out of commission. So, you no, know, after he said that, man, I made some other major changes in my life, and I just, you know, went went in, went to the studio, and I ain't leave till everything was done. Like literally, called my engineer, hop, told him, "Hey, I'm coming in. Mm-hmm. Might well get me a blanket because I ain't going nowhere till we get done." And that's kind of what happened. Yeah, got the work done. <laughs> I like that. I like. Yeah, I agree. I, I I was gonna get with you on that one. Um. You did open up a club. Nah, in it was, it was Uli, in Ferndina. I, I, I was right? getting ready to open one in Uli before COVID hit, but yeah, it oh, was in Ferndina. It was on. Where was it at? I haven't been in Ferndina so long. It was at that place called. Um, it was oh. called Halftime. So I called it Halftime. I called it uh, Control Room at Halftime. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. We opened How long was it open? January, and I want to say we ended up closing in May. Hell, dog. It was hell. Like, running the club, I get props to all the promoters. <laughs> the stuff them people go through, man, behind the scenes, like, it's a lot. You got to deal with the city. You got to deal with the people. You got to deal with the police. You got to deal with the haters. You got to deal with your staff. You know what I'm saying? The artists that you're trying to book, it's a lot, man. You know, and I'm an artist, and I ain't, I ain't mm-hmm. had time for shit. It was too much. I enjoyed it, though. I ain't kind of miss it, but it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot to deal with. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I heard that you were opening up a club. I was actually pretty cool. I was, I was actually, I was curious. I was like, I don't, I'm curious where he's gonna make, he's gonna do that. I thought it was in Yuli, but I'm glad you told me in Ferndina because I was sitting. I was like. Yeah. I wish it was in Uli. You know what I'm saying? You know I'm from Uli. Like, I ain't from Ferndin, so it's like, and I, and I had to deal with that too. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Somebody from Uli coming to Ferndin, you know how you from there, you know how it is. So it's like, I had to deal with that side of, of hate oh, as yeah. well. But it is what it is. Like, everybody that know me, no LO, no LO is for people. I'm for I'm for putting smiles on people's face. That's all I care about. Because it really wasn't even about the money. Mm-hmm. Shit, I spent more money than yeah. I made over there. So, you know what I'm saying? Oh, All yeah. I care about I, was putting a smile on people's face. I, I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't, I haven't been out there, I haven't been in Fernandina in a long time, but 
I remember we used to be all like best friends. I mean, but when it came to game day, right. you play against Fern D and you knew you were basically yeah. going to get in a fight. <laughs> you knew you were going to be in a fight. Like, regardless of what happened, you knew a fight was going to go down. Yeah, man, a lot of people don't know, like, that's a big-ass but, rivalry. Like, you know, in Jacksonville, everybody be talking about Reigns and Reebok, oh, yeah. but they that's don't know. Uley and Fern D, that was a big-ass rivalry, but that's our, that was our only rivalry, actually. <laughs> and that's all kind of nah, – they don't they don't know about those games, man, especially with basketball. You remember those games where you would pay and literally I remember one time we had that gym so packed. We there was people still paying right. just to stand outside right. to watch it outside. And I I mean, that's when you know how right. real a rivalry could be. And this is when Yuli I think Yuli was like his second right. year as a high school. And uh, it was really cool to see because, I mean, it, it felt like a championship game. Like, you could lose the whole season. As long as you beat Ferndale. As long as you beat Ferndale. That's right. You had a good season. And, I mean, it, those were the main games. Like, I remember I gave everything. Man, my only play. real game, dog, like, you I was in eighth grade. I'm talking about, I think we ain't win about three four games. <laughs> but, anyway. We playing Fernandina and we trying to beat the tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. I think Fernandina had only won three games at a time, so we both trying to go four and four, if I am mistaken. So the game was even more intense, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's already usually been Fernandina, but you know we both trying to go four and four, whatever the case is. Man, we ended up losing by a touchdown, dog. I, oh, I was so mad. Oh my god, I was like, I can't believe. Oh my, in my eighth grade, I know, like you. Yeah, I, I'm. That's what I'm telling. Like people would talk about, like, oh man, all like when you play at bowls and all of them. And I was like, no, Fernandina, you the same thing. Nothing compared to those. I remember the game. I remember my first time in high school when I got to play in my varsity game. First game they had us come up against was Fernandina. All of us went up from JV, started on varsity, and we had to play against James Southers, Todd Kimball. Uh, Tay Alfred, all these guys that are literally. This is when Fernandina went to this. Yeah, like this is when Fernandina actually had a full squad. Like I think they beat us like fifty-one to nothing, and that was the only time I ever it got blown out by Fernandina. Because I told the coach and everyone the next following year, I was like, that ain't happening. Like I don't. And we made it very personal when we played them in basketball because we were like, you know what? That fifty-one nothing that y'all did there ain't happening here tonight. And uh, we we came out there and beat them. I think we were the only team to really beat them that year. We beat them in a buzzer beater. And then the last that following year, they beat us in a buzzer beater. And I mean, it was like literally uh, almost the other end of the court. He just chunked it and made it. And I was just like, yeah, you got to be kidding me. It was like seventy-nine. Like it was literally back and forth the entire game. But man. I tell everybody nonstop, like, you'll be game. And the craziest thing, when I'm, when I'm playing flag now, I still play with a couple of guys that I played with in Fernandina and stuff. We still talk up to this day about the Fernandina and Yuli saga. Like, it was just how close and good friends we were. But when it came to that game, they ain't no friends. Like, you're a, friend, you're a pirate, right, I'm exactly. a hornet. Like, it's I tell people all the time, like, you know what I'm saying? And I, One thing about it, I'm always going to represent my high school. I graduated from Fernandina to Beach High School. I'm a pirate. But I'm from Uly, motherfucker. I'm a hornet for life. Believe that. You know what I'm saying? Because we ain't had no high school when I was in. Yeah, we ain't had no high school. That's before. what I'm saying. We had to go to Fernandina. Yeah, I had to go to Fernandina. You had to go to Fernandina. It, like, it was like either Fernandina or Hill. Remember- or damn Hill. I'm going to send me to Fernandina where all the girls yeah, are. I'm going to go to damn hill you. <laughs> damn sure we're going to Callahan. <laughs> hell no. Um, uh, honestly, that's yeah, what the girls would be at. Really. I think Callahan will probably have been the number one school for, like, girl-wise and stuff. Because, I mean, those were the ones that were, like, the cheerleaders, tan, yeah. slim, athletic, every single one of them. I was just like – the heck is wrong with ours? Like, what's yeah. going on here? <laughs> like, what we got going over here? What's yeah, this yeah, program? But, uh... Yeah, I can protect the bitch. <laughs> yeah, never 
I'm, not in my day. It's been back and forth. I I know since Julie. Oh, I know. Well, I mean, most of your Julie girls would have been that title Fernandina girls. So we ain't had so, I mean, We had to wait till we got to Fernandina. Shit. For real. Okay, I'll, I'll <laughs> go to Jacksonville. You had two options. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially in Jack. That was the biggest thing with me. I never really wanted to date a lot of people in Nassau County because I didn't want no one to really know who they were. I didn't want to possibly be dating somebody that has probably been with one of my friends and stuff because I was very popular. So it was like, okay, who have you dated? Like, who do you know? Like, scenario. And it's just like, okay. And that's why I usually date a lot of girls in Jacksonville. That's if I was dating somebody. Uh, but it, it was it was an experience. I mean, like I tell people all the till this day, I'll probably be an old man when I sit here and talk about the Fernandine and Yuli saga. Like it's just it'll never be gone, never done. But those would be the absolute funnest and most intense yeah, yeah. games you would play yeah, in your yeah. life. Like I said, <laughs> in part one, and listen, I ain't never lost to Fernandine. We beat Fernandine four years straight. I ain't never. Oh, I lost to him in baseball and all stars, but that's. Hey, football, I never lost to Fernandine until middle school. Now, I didn't get a chance to play high school football because shit. I had an injury and I gave that shit up for all sports. But uh, but in middle school, mm-hmm. I think I only played seventh to eighth year. I think we beat them in seventh grade. But eighth grade, I never forget we lost that shit. Mm-hmm. I- main, that was the main headline, the Battle of the Bridge. And I, and I mean, it was nothing better than that. I wish they would do a documentary. I mean, Probably I know, I know both coaches. So, I, I know from the beach coach, he was my oh. ninth grade or uh, tenth grade teacher. I know, and shit, my cousin is the damn football coach at uh, Uly. And my uh, stepdad. So, yeah, it ain't nothing. Oh, my yeah? Dad, my uh, godfather. But, yeah, he was uh, the coach at Uly. I guess he's still the coach. Shit, I had to check. But, um, yeah, I, I can mention it to him, see if they can uh, make that happen, though. That would be a monumental thing. I mean, that would be pretty cool, especially with – I mean, I can't believe I graduated high school now almost Man, 10 years now. And it's like, oh, I would really like to do that. Oh, I graduated oh, in 11. Graduated. They were like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, man, you and Callie Cold and all them were like the real bigger guy, uh, older guys that actually toughened my little behind up. Because, I mean, I never even touched a weight room until yeah. I was in high school. So I was like a little scrawny guy, and I mean y'all were pushing me around like y'all, you were like, "Look here, kid, <laughs> you and your shooting sleeve, the the wristbands, and everything else." I mean, you tried to do every end one move on as you could. Athletic back then, you know. Oh man, I remember those games used to be a lot of fun, especially going to the ballpark. Uh, I was happy when they actually cleaned out that the basketball area, the gym area, and finally actually started doing an open court on Wednesday. Yeah. Those were a lot of fun. I mean, obviously the Northampton saga. I I hear nobody goes out there anymore. And I was just like, you guys didn't. Like, really? Nobody? Like, that used to be the thing. Like, Sundays, you were going to Northampton to go play basketball. 30 people up there, you better make sure if you're on the court to win because you will never touch the court exactly. again. <laughs> yeah, it's better win. But, man, fun times on that one. I can't even tell you. Like, I think it's been three years since I've actually played intense basketball. I think I've been to that gym <laughs> probably about three, four years. Oh, really? Like, uh, it's crazy. Like I remember I used to eat, sleep, and live that sport. Man, it's just like Gosh, and it's like a whole different time zone now. People keep talking about it to this day, like, Marlo, you had such a good shot back in the day, da 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 da. I'm like, oh, I'm playing now. <laughs> like, my whole life has been like, for the longest now, we're wrestling and now flag. And it's just like, I don't really kind of really remember all the basketball games anymore. And it's just like, it's kind of scary at a way because I was like, I that's all I did when I was in high school. And, in middle school, like I eat, sleep, and live basketball all the way from starting out when I was in fifth grade. So it's like, wow, I don't really remember any of that. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's it's 
It's crazy. I, I guess that's one thing about right. getting old. <laughs> but yeah, man. So um, I do want to go back and go back a little bit. Uh, talk about the experiences with owning a club and everything. Like, talk about it. Like, what was what's the backstory on? Like, basically, how to run a club and how's it how's it uh, work, man? Money, lots of money. That's all I know. It took a lot of money to do it. First of all. I had I redid the whole club myself, like out of my own budget. I mm-hmm. re remodeled the whole damn club in the inside. So I just I don't know. I just put a lot of energy, a lot of time into it, and it just didn't work out how I thought it would. You know, I mean, we had some mm-hmm. definitely had some good times in there, especially the shrimp fest. Now I had shrimp fest in there. Now mind you, my club on. And that when you first started. Is that the first time you started? Nah, was around Shrimp Fest. Nah, Shrimp, oh, Shrimp, Shrimp Fest, Fest is May. over almost in May. That was the last part. Okay. Yeah, matter of fact, that was the last yeah, part in there. Right. Shrimp Fest. Yep. Oh my god! I can only imagine so that people. one. Like they shut me down though. They came at like one thirty. Like no, it wasn't one thirty. They came at like maybe twelve forty-five. They tried to shut me down. Well, they did shut me down actually. And then they was like, "Oh, show me this and show me that." And there's too many people in there. Somebody got to leave for somebody else go in. Mind you, it's like 100 people outside. They hadn't even got in yet. You know what I'm saying? And we, mm-hmm. The building only held yeah. 188 people. We had over 300 and some people already in there. With 100 outside trying to get in. <laughs> so it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. That's crazy. It was only supposed to hold 188 people. You know, they were trying to stop. They were trying to do anything they can to stop me. You know what I'm saying? They were being real nasty to me. That, that's one. That's the mm-hmm. main reason, actually, why I closed it. I couldn't keep dealing with that racism and that bullshit over there, so I just took the hell with it because it, it it took more money and more stress to keep it running than you know what I'm saying than what I'm getting back. So it was just like let it go. It's not even worth it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, obviously, it also opened up an opportunity again because now you got oh, your yeah. love for music in a way that. <laughs> It's yours, and it's your music, and I, and I applaud you on that. So I mean, that's pretty cool. At least yeah, you got man. to experience that. I mean, I know it's it sucks to an extent. I mean, that's kind of like how I was with my run as a professional wrestler. I, I I wrestled for six years. I mean, in my eyes, that's not a long time. But for people that have never done it, they're like, man, that's that's a pretty right. good that's a pretty good length. Like, I mean. But it's just like, oh, man. And the way everybody keeps talking about how I used to be and stuff, I'm like, I don't even know if I'm that guy anymore. Like, <laughs> I've been out of the ring for so long. When you don't take those bumps anymore, see, it's a rough one. But I, I like how you talked about with the club thing. Because, I mean, any type of hobby, any type of thing, like, it's going to cost money. That's the sad part. You're going to have to spend a lot of money to do whatever you're wanting to do. There's nothing ever free. Sadly, yeah, nothing free. free. <laughs> ain't nothing free. I mean, it was. I, I mean, I, I. I don't know. That shit crazy. That's all I can say. That club was crazy. It was just too much to be dealing with. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I enjoyed it. I, at the end of the day, even though it was crazy, I enjoyed it because it was an experience. You know, yeah. a lot of people had a good time. A lot of people did come out and support. So you know, but uh. Mm-hmm. And we ended it on on a on a bang. I mean, we ended it on Shrimp Fest. You know, we definitely was double packed, so yeah. triple packed, that really. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you got the draw. What <laughs> I mean, that's what you're going in there for is you're trying to get yeah. the biggest draw. I mean, for building that song, you pulled 188 people and you got 300 I mean, people. My parties usually be pretty still got 100 people. I, I can't really count too many parties I ain't had that wouldn't be. Yeah, well, maybe a couple, but most of my part is like I had the shrimp 2017 mm-hmm. shrimp fest. I hold the record for the most people. We had almost we had over 800 people. I would say we had a thousand bands, oh, and when we got done counting, there was 824 bands missing. So you know, some people probably got in for free, just that in the third. But bodies, there were there were at least 824 mm-hmm. bodies on that property. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So, 
2017. This yeah, was like, in no, 2017. First of all, nobody showed up until like, well, they showed up like at 11.45. No one came in until like 12.15. Mm-hmm. So from 12.15 to 1.35, I made seventeen thousand, almost $17,000. Yeah. Yeah, from like twelve fifteen to one thirty, <laughs> because there was a shooting or some bullshit outside that happened. Craziest thing is you actually done that once a year oh, yeah. and literally made almost a whole year's worth just in that night. That's the craziest yeah, man, thing to they, think they, about. They, they banned me too. from Tennessee. Yeah, police said that. Oh, really? The police chief said I had too many people out there. That's that finally came out two years later. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. So, like, how's that work? So they only give you a certain level. Of well, I think it's because a lot of the of shooting thing that happened. I guess they're trying to say it? my part is just, at today because it's too much or something. I don't know. Shit's stupid, but it is what it is. Uh, that was a lot of people though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had people. I had, what happened was I put the flyer on Facebook sponsored for like three weeks. So people all over Jacksonville, mm-hmm. everywhere, were seeing this. I mean, we had people from Green Coast Springs. That drove to Fernandina. First of all, that's like an hour, two hour drive. Oh, wow. Yeah, I yeah, live over in Orange Park. Drive, so, yeah, that, but they said they had I mean, been seeing it. They was down here doing some kind of work thing. They wasn't even from here, but they were down here working. And it was like six of them. And they, they came. Mm-hmm. To room and usually, you know, like whatever. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, it was crazy. But um, yeah, they banned me from not there. Yeah, okay. I hold a record for the biggest shrimp fish. That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there you go. I put, I put smiles in the face. Uh, this might. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I mean, obviously, you did really well. I mean, that's a heck of an experience. Yeah, it was like 16 some change. And then by the time, you know, you got to pay, you know, everybody that's working for you. Got to pay security. You got to pay the bartenders. People taking up the money. Yeah, by the time you pay out that then. So, how many I'll probably get off subject on this, but how many employees did you actually have for these type of gigs oh, for you to run a club? Was it at least a hundred nah. as employees, or like I would normally have five security, four bartenders, two people take up money, okay. and then I got that one person that just you know walk through the club keeping things in order. <laughs> so yeah, okay. So so you had very limited, but you you kept it. Eight security, four people taking up money. I had five bartenders because you know that was eight hundred some people, so and that was a bigger building, so I had a lot at that event. But yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I employed a lot of people, especially security. You know what I'm saying? So people can say yeah. what they want. Say, I should have just went and did a security gig for you after I got out of high school, huh? I'd have had oh, a good yeah. summer. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the weight room for a little bit, so you know I was. It's a dude from front of the name. Uh, I don't know if he's from front of the but I know he's living for a name. Still, I mean, he used to he used to do my events too. He used to work with a dude named Battles. God bless his soul. That was the he was the um the owner of the security team, and uh, still used to work with him. Big tall white dude, man, cool as mm-hmm. still as my guy. That's my dog, and uh, yeah, he's a front end man. He used to love coming up there, you know. If you if you work security for me, there's there's you really don't have to do anything because I don't I don't have issues at my parties. I don't have issues at my events. Not saying that it won't happen, but I just I always mm-hmm. try to do things to make everybody smile, make everybody happy, make everybody come together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you I made, made it comfortable, made it so comfortable it's like, to come in as a I've never had I never had a fight. I never had a shooting. That shit that happened at Ten Acres, that was something outside that had nothing to do with us. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, they said the guy shot himself. So they ain't had nothing to do, mm-hmm. do with my party. So I've never had any issues at any of my events. And I've had lots of events, you know. I'm the only entertainment that's been in, that's been in Nassau County in the last six years. I'm the only entertainment. So, mm-hmm. but, uh. Yep. Wow. I remember my extent when I was still there. I remember you had, I remember you had that one in 10 acres. I do remember. I do remember the. Uh, I do remember the promotion on the one in Fernandina, which I thought was really at the time. So I, I was not reading the flyer. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. 
and then they did. So where were you at that newly if uh, they didn't have COVID? So where what location oh, were you? I was at? gonna do club cases down at that which we used to do back in the day. I was gonna open that and do you know an urban night on Saturday, but COVID came and that ruined everything. So and now I highly doubt if I even go back to doing clubs. Mm-hmm. Because I'm so deep in the music right now, and I got so much going on, yeah. I don't have time for that. Yeah. yeah. So man, so we're at 53 minutes in it so far. But um, talk about what's the day of the life of Carlos? Like, what what's the day of the life? Talk about how your day runs every day. Like, what what's the lifestyle of a a rapper, music music lyric, uh, just How's it all functioning? Uh, staying on the phone. I'm on my phone 24-7. Like, <laughs> I'm always on my phone. Oh, yeah, dude. My wife, my wife, if she could tell you one of the most things that drove her nuts when I was wrestling is my phone. Like, I literally would try to, like, mute my phone sometimes on date nights or something because – it's crazy to believe that my wife is my wife now because the lifestyle we were in at a very short timing of our when we were first dating, it was just like my phone was nonstop. Like her family would always ask her, like, who's he on the phone with? Like, what's he doing? Like they're like, he's on the phone with promoters. Like he's already booked for like nine different shows in three months. Like it, it like that's one thing I'm very relieved that I ain't got to worry about anymore is my phone. Like a crazy mad mad girlfriend that's wondering where right. I'm at every day. <laughs> that's right. one thing I would say I'm very thankful that does not yeah, happen. I be on my phone. Day, man. It's like because so, I mean I do I run my own label. I, I'm I'm trying to come up, well I'm doing a clothing line right now. So I got that going. I'm you know I'm I'm in the studio. I'm shooting videos. You know I just shot like five, six videos in the last 45 days. So it's like, I don't know. I'm doing radio interviews. I'm in magazines. and I'm just busy, bro. Just trying to stay busy. And I'm always on my phone. Hey. Like right now, I'm, people trying to call me. <laughs> I'm getting inboxes. I'm getting email. All, my phone is blowing up right now. But it just be like that. Which is uh-huh. a good thing, though. You want to try to stay I'm... busy, you know. Right, exactly. Yeah, you want to stay relevant. So, I mean, yeah. That's, I think that's the best terminology for it. Like, you, you need to be in the spotlight. You need to make sure your name is in the picture because, I mean, everyone else is waiting for that one time for you to slip or whatever so they can take the throne. So, I mean, it's a it's a right. sharp world out there in some things. I mean, you just got to have the patience in the grind. And, I mean, I'm very proud to see what you're doing so far, man. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to listening yeah, I got to that song. I'm, right. I'm definitely yeah, just go to the album, watch the sheet. Nah. I, I can't. I ain't even gonna lie. I don't even know what number it is. I want to say it's number nine. I want to say number nine. Okay, I'll go look yeah, at after this. Um, so talk about what's the most upcoming event? Uh, you got August ninth. I'm at Bottoms Up in Jacksonville. Um, I got some other days that's booked. Okay. I just I'm waiting on the flyers. Like one of the shows I booked, I don't, I just know the city is in. I don't even know the name of the club. I just be so <laughs> man, I be having a lot going, man. But um, I know it's in Tampa on the seventh hey. of August. I got one in Miami and Orlando. I'm just I don't even know the name of the club though. But um, yeah, I mean it's coming in slowly but surely. It's coming in. It's coming in. Hey, I mean, I'm very proud to see what you're doing so far, man. Oh, yeah. Wine for me. I appreciate you doing this with me today. Uh, You want to plug in your social media account? Uh, Talk about your upcoming dates. And what's the main song that loves people to start listening listening to? You know what I'm saying? That's the biggest record in the city right now. I mean, honestly, I feel like it's the biggest record record in the state of Florida. Honestly, if you ask me, you know. But yes, yeah, wine for me, man. Go watch that video. That video hey. was very hard to put together, but we made it happen, you know. And we almost had a hundred thousand views, but I think we already mm-hmm. passed a hundred thousand views. No matter what it is, as long as music related, shit. <laughs> I Carlos Marcelo. That's I, and then Carlos Marcelo at any social media site. You can find my album anywhere on any streaming platform. Like 
you know, I'm a, I'm a verified artist, so you know you gonna do. This. All right, man. I appreciate you doing this with me tonight, man. Uh, try to rest up a little yeah, bit if I you can, but video shoot Sunday, <laughs> photo shoot Saturday. Yeah, I'm I'm super busy this weekend, but I'm gonna try to get some rest, bro. This was fun, man. You take care. You take that for me. Check that out. All right, man, I guess it's get the go-home cue. First and foremost, I'd like to thank Carlos Marcelo for joining me today, talking about his lifestyle, just talking about the the achievements that he's got with this music gig, the, the accomplishments of just the lessons and trials that he had to actually endure to to realize that this is his calling, that this is what he, what he believes he is here to do. Carlos talking about his time owning a club talk about just past struggles i mean i i really appreciated him coming on here and talking about stuff like this and just i hope the best for him and uh and y'all know that upcoming in august his gig that he's got coming up if y'all are in the area or whatever go check him out but but uh, let's end it off on a good note like we always do i hope everyone washes their hands stay safe stay clean protect your own and i will be back when we have more buzz down the road later <laughs>